when your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. No, man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing is fucked? No, man. The goddamn plane has crashed into the mountain! 304 podcast, um, another loss, another game, another loss. Pain everybody's shocked. Yeah. Uh, it's just Graham in the studio with me, the special guest host, while Yost is training Rin Tin Tin, and we don't know where Durrett is. He said he was playing golf today, but that could... It's getting nice. I mean, I guess it could be an okay day for golf. Yeah, but golfing in February is a little much for me. Um, Mountaineers lose 71-58 to Kansas. Uh, lost, I don't know how many we lost to by Kansas State on Monday night, but not a good week for the Mountaineers. Sitting at 14-12. and 12, uh, Lost, what, 9 out of 10? It's pretty bleak right now. Pretty Br- bleak. Pretty bleak. It's it was the same shit we've seen all year. I mean, we how many layups did we miss in the first half? At least ten. Oh, it was, it was putrid. I mean, and, and the fact that we won the turnover battle big time, and then still lost like we did, just shows you how inept this team is. We could we can beat the dead horse all day, but that that horse is the is the head in the bed of the studio executive in in the Godfather. I mean, it is so dead, it's unbelievable beating we've beat that horse so bad. These guys are just they're just terrible. They're just there's no consistency. They don't move. Um their IQ's low. I mean, we we've said it, we've said it, we've said it and we still don't see the kids, which blows our minds. We were talking about it last night when we were watching the game that, you know, it'd be nice to see uh, Wilson and Kobe Johnson play more, and then you know the the big the big guy that they rave about in practice that doesn't play because our big guys are so good. You know, and yeah, I don't get that one. Like, Might as well play him now. What do we have to lose? And they're just going to end up transferring potentially. So you know, maybe if you don't let them get on tape any, they won't they won't be able to transfer. Maybe that's the strategy. I. It's an interesting strategy. I don't know. I mean, Kansas is obviously pretty good. But, yeah, they're way better than us because they, they know how to use the bag man. Yes, yes. But, you know, three or four years ago when we have a pretty decent team, if if Kansas State turns the ball over 15 times to R5, we're, we're probably going to win by 15. For sure. See um, the rebounding margin is just shocking. Oh, it's, it's 49 brutal. to 32. I'd brutal. I, I don't know how we've gotten to this point. 
where we don't have guys who can rebound under Bob Huggins. Well, How I do mean, we get here? I mean, it's amazing. We saw it multiple times last night. Guy's not even blocking out, not even attempting to block out, just letting the dude cruise right by him. Just get your butt on the guy. Like, knock him off course. Do something. Just letting him cruise right to the basket, and then it's game over. We outshot them by 16. Ugh. We should have won the – looking at the stats, if we have a decent – if we're halfway competent on offense, we win. But we're not. No. It's just – And let's be honest about this. We've never had super pretty offenses. It's just the way it is. We've talked – you know, Durrett gets mad about that. I've heard him talk about it multiple times. Um, it's always been ugly under hugs. That's just kind of how we play. But it's putrid. It's absolutely putrid right now. I don't – there's no answer to it. There's nothing – I mean, there's nothing else we can really say. We've kind of – you and I were wrong. We've said it. You know, we thought they'd get turned around, and they're just they're just awful. They're just a bad basketball team. They, they're fundamentally poor. Yeah. And like you said, with our offense, even though it wasn't pretty, it would be effective because we would get turnovers. We would get offensive rebounds. I mean, they would put up points. But this team cannot do – Really can't do anything on offense. Unless it's McNeil or Sherman shooting a jump shot off the dribble. or Can't do anything. No, and it, it's it's funny because you were talking about it last last night when we were watching the game about how you went back and was it the 83? Oh, you, yeah, the you, UNLV game. UNLV game where they actually were moving the ball. And that was under – that was with Cat. And let's let, – Cat is not on the same planet as Bob Huggins in any way, shape, or form. But – Apparently back then fundamentals were a thing. Fundamentals were a thing back then. And but now, you also defensively they would not let you touch people like they do now. It's a different game, but still our guys knew how to move the ball, pass the ball, they could shoot, they could make layups. The layups are just that one is just mind numbing. What were we? We were down six and a half. Yep. If we make half of our layups, two footers. Two fucking footers. We make half of them. We're winning at halftime. I mean, yeah. pull up the shot chart. It is disgusting around the basket. No, it's 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 awful. I've never. I I he said. I listened to his post game this morning, and he he said what I've said all year. Like I've never seen a team not be able to make layups. He also said that he he's to the point now where he thinks they should just kick the ball out to the three point line. We probably have a better chance of making a three, which. That's that's how I felt all year too. I mean, they're awful. I don't know what else to say. I've never I just I do not understand how guys at this level can be this bad fundamentally around the basket. It's crazy. It's shocking. It's very shocking. I, how do you expect to win shooting 27%? I like I mean, should they should they get in, you know, our multi-million dollar practice facilities and get the layup line going again because apparently the other thing is and this has been like a trend in basketball I've seen over the past couple of years. Like nobody wants to use the backboard for a layup. That almost guarantees you success. Yep. If you're not, well, if they touch it once it hits the glass, it's a goaltend too. Yeah. So like, what, what, but no, let's just try to like finger roll it in or whatever bullshit we do underneath the hoop. It's just, it's just sad. <laughs> like there's, it's just sad. Like you can find better fundamentals. Maybe, well, maybe. I haven't watched kids play basketball lately, but I would assume. I, I, 
Oh. Hold on a sec. You good? Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, I would like to think that you can see better fundamentals from, like, a youth league basketball team with how to shoot a layup. Than, but who knows what they're doing or teaching these days. But it's it's just bad. It's just bad basketball. And I'm not some – I was by no stretch of the imagination a good basketball player, but I kind of know what you got to do. And this team, we don't – the standing around blows my mind. They just stand there. Like, no movement. And and then it's crazy. Like, we've seen a couple games where they actually move the damn ball. And everything goes – it's successful. It's weird how that works. It's weird, yeah. Like, I want Gene Hackman from Hoosiers out there. You got to pass it – what do you – you had to pass it four times before you could shoot it. Like, Hug should almost do that or just say, get the hell out of my gym. Like, you're, you're – they're just suck. I think that's a pro- byproduct of not having a real point guard. Yeah, and we, and we don't have that. We don't have that floor no. general. If we had – God, if Deuce could have suited up last night, it would have made it would have made life so much better. Yeah, I could use him. I would have paid a lot of money to have Deuce suit up and not be just hanging out in the G League. Hey, Knicks, why don't you play the guy? Because you guys suck. So why don't you get him out? He's averaging thirty in the G League. Why don't you play him, you <laughs> morons? Durrett, make your call to your Knicks boy since you're a New York homer for no apparent reason. <laughs> It's a dead horse. There's nothing, nothing really we can say. I, I would like to know how did it get to this point? And part of it's O leaving, Culver leaving, Deuce leaving. I, I understand that. But, again, we're not asking guys to go out there and shoot 65% from the floor. Just make a damn layup. Yeah, which is just sad. I mean, it's they're going to have to do something. I mean, it, apparently, you know, we kind of we t- talked about it in the – in the in the pregame there, we got started recording. Like it sounds like the couple of these kids they got coming in are really legit. But you got to play them too. You got to play them. You know, that's why I don't understand. Like you said it, you know, a couple of years ago when we started playing all the kids at the end of the year when we went to the CBI. Why would you not do that again? Now, granted, you know, a bunch of crapheads got kicked off the damn team too. But like, it's not working. Half these guys are here for a year. Who gives a shit? Play the if you're gonna go down with the ship, go down with the kids. That, get them some game experience to see what they can do for next year, as opposed to this bullshit you see. I man, I I don't know. I've I've never heard Huggins this. I don't want to say blase about losing, but it it doesn't and. It probably crushes him. I understand that. I think he's to the point now where he's just being a realist. Like, there's not much you can do with these guys. Whoever put this team together failed miserably. Now, granted, they had, you know, very short period of time to do it. And they didn't do very well with the transfer portal. No, they did They did a bad job. They got to hit it pretty hard. But, you know, I mean, I, I talked to my brother about this on the way over. Um, I mean, how long does Hugs – deal with this because I think this new culture with the NIL and everything else is just not and we've talked about it too it's not his thing he no. wants to develop players and do this he's old you know he's old school too yeah and yeah. I think he just says I mean do, do we I mean I think maybe we have him another year I don't think he retires after this year but I think the end is near because he's just, he's just not going to put up with the bullshit and this is a bunch of bullshit you know we got the the trust asking us for money 
now as if we don't give enough for damn season tickets and blue lot passes and all the other bullshit. And now I got to fund some other asshole to go so he can get, you know, a little general pepperoni deal. Like, fuck you. And that's, that's the world we're living in. And it's nuts. And the, it is nuts. The psychopath from Alabama that wants to go get sponsored by Dreamland Barbecue, they're going to be all about it. I'm sure Alabama's raising all kinds of money for NIL deals because they're nuts. You know, that's just an example. There's all, all kinds of other schools. but And I think there will be plenty of West Virginia fans that will do it too, but I don't, I don't think you're going to see me being one of them. It's tough to pass the hat around too when you're not having success. Yeah, it's real hard. Makes it really hard. And I don't know what's going to happen on the basketball front. I don't see him shaking the staff up. You hear that. A lot of people want that to happen. I don't see that happening. Um, that's another dead horse. That's another dead horse. And I think the only way out of this is he's got to really find some guys in the transfer portal that are ready to play right now and have some skill set. Because – there's no skill set up there right now. Got a couple guys that have pretty good skills. Hell, they might leave too. I mean, Bridges could leave. I don't think that's going to happen, but be nice to find a way to talk McNeil into coming back. Yeah, as much as Diddy hates him, I think it'd be a huge yeah. piece to bring back because at least then you got a shooter um, who is who, who you know has a probably higher IQ basketball wise than most of the kids we got on the team right now. So. You got to respect him too. You can't let him shoot. That yeah. opens things up a little bit. But yeah, which is a problem because we don't have anybody else that can hit anything other than Taz. No, and they got to they got to find a guy who can score in the post. And I think we need a real point guard. I don't know who would be out there, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. I really don't because we we got some JUCO guy to commit today. Or maybe last night, but I mean, is this guy ready to play right now? Probably Most not. of them are not. No. Taz and McNeil, it took him a year. Now, granted, we had who do we have back then? We had um, they came in the first year when we stunk, I believe. Yeah, you'd Beetle. No, no, no. I take that back. The first year they came in, you had Deuce, McCabe. They didn't have to come in and contribute a lot right away. No, and. Now, whoever comes in right now, I, I mean, you're probably going to have to play right away. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you pull the schedule up at TCU, at ISU, Texas at home, at OU, and then TCU at home. That's uh, – this team hadn't won on the road yet, so. I wouldn't expect them to either. I Probably not. I probably mean, not. I mean, the Kansas State – thing was brutal that was brutal what did we go without scoring 10 minutes or something mm-hmm. how i don't know i can't believe we're this bad it's pretty i mean we're the bottom of the league right yep i don't care if it is the best league in college basketball that's terrible for us it's not to me it's not necessarily all the losing it's the fact that you can't make layups well, yeah, it's little things. And then Malik Curry gets the ball taken away, just being a jackass, not paying attention. Then you miss three front ends of one-on-ones. Kansas makes all six of theirs. That's like a turnover. And 
you had guys on the line you want to shoot too. You had Curry, who's a pretty good free throw shooter. You had Taz, and I don't remember who the other one was. Maybe I think it was Bridges. Yeah. So they just find ways to lose. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird how things things like that go down. I just I'm at a loss. I can't believe we're in this position. The most shocking thing to me is how terrible we are we are on the offensive glass. I I never thought I would see Huggins team this bad rebounding. Oh but. yeah, they're and they're just awful. They're just awful. We get just destroyed in the paint in every stat line. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Like I'm pretty sure UC would destroy us in the paint. UC, they might. Maybe West Virginia State, I'm not real sure. <laughs> it's, it's it's awful. But that's what happens, you know, uh, continuing to beat the dead horse audience. Sorry. When you get a guy from FIU and a guy from DePaul that averaged three three points a game and 2.5 points a game, it's not a recipe for success. I don't know how in a year we thought we were going to be able to do anything with those two dudes. Like, they're athletic, they hustle, but they're dumb. <laughs> I mean, they're dumb. You know, Paula Cap's awesome. That guy, all heart, plays his butt off, but like – It'd be one thing if we had him for four years where Hugs could work with him because he's a specimen. I think yeah. we could do something. But one year, you need a you need a finished product. Neither one of those dudes were finished products. So, ah, you know. <laughs> shit. I mean, just shit. Shit. You know? Uh, the one thing I know for certain, you know, we all, we all yearn for the old Big East days. I definitely yearn to have Seton Hall. DePaul, South Florida. Don't Ru- say Rutgers, man. Rutgers beat three ranked teams in a row they're, this they're, past week. They're pretty good. They're, that's an enigma, though. Generally, you want Butker, oh, yeah. you want Butkers on that wall. You Butkers. You need Butkers on that wall because you. It's a guaranteed W. I mean, then, then you have Providence. Providence is really good this year, but they had some shit teams in the Big East. They're, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's no easy win in this league. Unfortunately, no, no not at all. There, you used to have the. The layups, the le- the, yeah, the South big, Florida in yeah, a yeah, you I mean empty you, hockey arena. You, you got breaks from playing UConn and Georgetown and Syracuse to play Little Sisters of the Poor. That you're like, okay, we could play like complete dog shit, and we're probably still going to win this game. <laughs> in the Big Twelve, you can't do that. They're going to beat you. I mean, you look at Oklahoma State; didn't even have anything to play for and beat the hell out of us. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just brutal what they did to us with having no. They can't even play in the Big Twelve tournament, so like. That's a pretty bad indictment on this team. Oh, it's a, I still haven't gotten over that game. They ju- and they just got annihilated yeah. in the second half. You know, so yeah, state's not good of the program. The state of the state of the program is poor to quite poor. Uh, one of our buddies made a good comment. Uh, you know, Portnoy gave five hundred k to to the Huggins Foundation for the fish fry. If he was smart, he probably immediately. Bet 500k on Kansas, on K- yeah, and got his money back and doubled broke it. Broke even, one, broke even. Yeah. I mean, Diamond Dave, if you did that, good on you, <laughs> pal. <laughs> All right, well, let's not even bother taking a break. I mean, we got to shift gears to football. Three transfers. Um, I think I'm in the minority. I don't really give a fuck about transfers. I mean, there's a couple here and there that that st- stink. Maybe Porter's one of them, but. Yeah, go ahead. Th- 
defensive backs under this staff, we've kind of cycled them in and out, and it's been fine. I'm yeah. not worried about it. I mean, it's it's not ideal. It's happening everywhere, though. That's yeah. what's funny. Everybody thinks it's just happening right. to us. It's happening everywhere. The only thing that's going to be really annoying about Daryl Porter is if he goes to fucking Miami, and this is another guy that a die took to sit on the pine, I'm going to be really fucking pissed. And <laughs> a die, as much as I love you for absolutely – posterizing and putting that dude from Virginia Tech to sleep. That still wasn't a personal foul, by the way. Fuck you, buddy. Because <laughs> Tyke Smith didn't play a damn down. You can't tell me we couldn't have used him this past year. And then Daryl Porter, I mean, he's a starter for us, you know? So, like, yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm never going to get worried about it. It's just the way it is now. And like you said, the defense hasn't been the problem with this football team. They've had some – They've had some issues here and there. It all, you're always going to have issues if you're on the field the whole fucking game, and that they live on the field the whole game. And and you know they've they've done a good job um, re-recruiting guys that could have left. You know Chandler Samito still is coming back is huge, huge. So and that's why that's why I think the defensive staff got a raise because of stuff like that. So yeah, sky's not falling. We got bigger problems. Graham Harrell's got a herculean test unfuck this <laughs> offense because the offense is most of you out there listening and in, in the world don't know about the 1995 john adams falcons but that's about <laughs> how inept this offense is <laughs> offense that john and i were a part of was one of the most pathetic fucking things you'd ever see in your <laughs> life and the offense for wvu is right up there with it i mean can't some, run the ball no. That was always a staple of Mountaineer football. Haven't run the ball for three years. That's the first thing they got to fix. Yeah. And, and I think they will get better because the line pretty much comes back intact. They'll be all right. Yeah. They just got to – I think I think they – I don't – the offensive line coach, hey, buddy, you're on notice as far as I'm concerned <sighs> because, I, you know – we got Rick Trickett right down the damn road. I'd take that psychopath back in a heartbeat because I think there's talent on this line, mm-hmm. but they tend to underproduce. Um, you see the flashes from, like, Milam where he posterizes a dude, and they're young. Everybody forgets that shit, too. Everybody likes to beat up on them. This is the first year playing together, really, but, I mean, you know, you got, like, freshmen starting. True freshman. Yeah, there's that's, definitely that's, talent up there. That's un, that's unheard of in the, in a major Power Five conference. Starting starting offensive lineman as freshman, that's normally not a good way to go. No, especially at tackle. Yeah, and the kid. You, there's did nothing a, you can do with that. No, so I mean, you know, hopefully they're better and we run the ball better. I mean, I think you know, lost Letty. I'm not really worried about a running back situation. I think we're going to be just fine there. So if they can get to get get their shit together, I think offensively running the ball, we should be back. And I mean, hopefully the, the play calling gets less schizophrenic under Graham Harrell because <laughs> there were times where you were just like, "What the fuck are we doing right now?" We just threw three times in a row. For, after get the best was when we threw three times in a row after gashing them with Letty, and then you'd be like, "So I guess we're just abandoning the run." <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, what about the gadget plays that we always seem to run? I hope I never see some of those again. Yeah. Hey, Neil. Well, you're not calling the plays anymore, but it's not 2005 NCAA football with a natty light in your hand. You can't throw the fucking flea (laughs) flicker, bro. It's, it's a poor decision 90% of the time, you know? So, um, yeah. Spring ball. When's spring ball start? 
It's got to be pretty soon. Soon, right? Yeah. It'll be interesting. There'll probably be more, a little more juice than normal about that with the quarterback battle and with the new OC running around. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, the quarterback battle is going to be interesting to, to take shape. I think everybody thinks that Nico is probably the front runner, but we'll, we'll see what happens. That's going to be really interesting. I, I think they have slow played Crowder. It's the rumor, right? Yes. I think he's a lot better than people think. Um, I don't think Garrett Green's going to be the guy. I can tell you that right now. Well, unless he starts to be able to read a coverage instead of just taking off and running. How about him. running the damn play? Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> he's he's out there pulling Jonathan Moxon shit from yeah. fucking Varsity Blues. <laughs> and you kind of can't do that in major college football. So, No. Uh, what? The running back will be interesting, too. You would think Mathis is the favorite, but you have the kid from Clemson, and then you have the two four-star freshmen that you, one of them played a little bit, but the other guy never even – Never even touched I don't think he field. dressed. I think – I mean, you, this day and age, you're going to see multiple backs most yeah. of the time anyhow. I think Mathis' biggest issue, and we saw it, the glaring problem with him in the bowl game, he can't pass block worth a shit. No. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's why we knew – that's how we figured out all oh, this is why Letty's the guy because Letty actually knows what the fuck he's doing in pass protection. Mathis was just getting smoked by those gargantuan fucking South Canadian assholes from, from Minnesota. <laughs> it didn't – I mean, he can run great, but you, there's more to it. There's the little things. You got to block. Letty kind of did the little things well. So I think the guy that, you know – understands pass protection the best is going to play the most. I think Mathis still plays because he runs very well. He hits yeah. he hits the hole hard. He runs kind of violently. He I think he I think he has better vision than Letty. He think, might he Letty was more of a just a north south. This guy can go a little side to side. Yeah, and he's great at breaking tackles. Mm-hmm. You see it. I mean, he runs he, hard as he, fuck. He runs really, really hard. And then yeah, I mean the kid from Clemson's, you know, he's a big time recruit and he just didn't for whatever reason, he was stuck behind the other six fucking five stars at that school, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting to see him. And then, yeah, the kids. Uh, so that that running back battle is going to be interesting, to say the least. I bet we lose one coming yeah. out of spring. Yeah, and that's okay. As long as we have three serviceable, I mm-hmm. think we're okay. Uh, we, we can't afford to lose any more wide receivers because, dear God. Nope. That, that room's, like, barren. There's, like, three assholes and – a crumb on the floor in the, the <laughs> fucking wide receiver room. There's like dust bunnies blowing around. Yeah, I who we lost right, obviously. Then we lost Ryan. We lost a backup tight end who played a little bit this week. Um, O'Loughlin's the guy there though. Yeah, because he blocks. Right. Um we lost Isdale too, didn't we? Esdale, yeah. I really liked him. He was the guy that always caught it in traffic and got crushed. I was mm-hmm. really shocked that we lost him. And I wonder, you know, if some of these guys would have left if they knew Graham Harrell was coming in. You wonder about it. I mean, none of them are great. There's not one of them I could just go, oh, my God, I can't believe we lost that guy because they've been kind of – they've gotten better. I will 100% say that. They got better over the past year, but they're very underwhelming in, very. A, lot ways, in a lot of ways. There's so. no go-to guy there. No. There's no guy like Kevin White or Stedman or, hell, even Sills. Yeah. There's no guy you can depend on and be like, A, make a big play, like a 
go up in traffic and help the quarterback out. Yeah, there's not one of those guys. And then just a guy who can constantly get open. We uh, we haven't had that since Dana left. These guys have been, like you said, under underwhelming is a great description of that position under Brown. Now, I I think Ford Wheaton might be the guy. He might be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, if they, I mean, he has all the intangibles, right? He's right. big, he's strong, but like we, we talked about this, like man, for a guy as big and as strong, and he, I mean, he's a specimen when you see him out there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't high point the ball. No, and, you not know, very I'm well. a midget that can't jump. I get it. I I shouldn't be judging him, but like, <laughs> but fuck, man, like, dude, go up and get the fucking ball. Like, abuse that little fucking six foot cornerback or five eleven cornerback that's on you, like. You should be able to do that as big and strong and athletic as you quote-unquote are. I like the kid, Reese Donahue. No, not Reese. Reese Smith? The kid yeah. from Neil's hometown. Yeah, the kid from Danville. Yeah, Reese yeah. Donahue was the old. Old D lineman from, from Midland, Cabin Midland. Cabin yeah. Midland, yeah. Um, I, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, I think he's you know I think he's a guy that they can probably put in there and he can do a lot of things. Um, a coach on the field. Yeah. A real gym rat. Yeah, we need one of those dudes because <laughs> I don't think the rest of them are very intelligent, you know. And then, you know, maybe Sam James turns it around and all of a sudden is – He played good, man. Like, we need him to be like the dude he was – what was Freshman year. Freshman year? Yeah. Good Lord, he was a burner that could get open. And then, you know, he just – whatever happened to him, not last year, the year before that, that was just – it was just brutal. Like, that kid went in the tank mentally, something fierce. And then he kind of made it back last year, but I – I don't think we used him enough as as athletic as he is. So, no, um, he was money over the like short over the middle stuff. Yeah, like he's the guy you need to be sending on the fly route and go top shelf with because mm-hmm. he, he's really good at smoking guys. Now the problem is that we had a quarterback that would underthrow him every time. No offense, Daggy, but I just, oh, de- another dead horse. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, we're not beating that one. Good God, that. <laughs> That 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 horse is so he's dead. Western Kentucky's problem now. Yeah, that de- horse is so dead. He's in the glue factory. Like it's it's already been made into Elmer's for fuck's sake. <laughs> so I mean, it's just you know, I wish you the best, kid. You weren't a bad dude, I don't think, but you and your candy ass arm can have fun playing at Western Kentucky because I'm I'm over that shit. Have fun being a hilltopper. And staying in college for seven years without what becoming a doctor. What the fuck is their mascot? They're the Hilltoppers. I know, but the, it's you know what I'm. Oh, it's like a, a it's like red a car- blob. Yeah, it's like a cartoon character off a fucking McDonald's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Things are bad right now. It's. I hearken back to our second year in school up there, which was two thousand one, two thousand. The- Three and eight in football, then I think eight and twenty in basketball. Oh man, it was like fucking Castle Grayskull up there. Yeah. It was just doom and gloom. The basketball team was a complete shit show, and Rod ran off everybody to thin the herd of shit bags, which ultimately worked out for us. Right? right, we all realized that. But man, that year was it was rough, brutal. Lost a fucking temple. Yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of drinks being consumed to deal with the pain of that year. I just it's not that bad but man I don't see I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel right now I can tell you that right now No I mean in both sports the, there isn't going to be a whole lot of optimism next year no. with either one I'm going we're always going to be there we're going to watch we watched last night we watched the whole fucking game as we got the shit kicked out of us right knowing that it was going to happen 
But, yeah, right. But, we knew know, what was going to be. We we're going to play tough and yeah, just, and, just and, not good enough. And it's just not good enough. Uh, it's going to be the same. And just pray for the best, right? Like, football, I think I'm – I'm more op- a lot of people aren't. I think I'm more optimistic about football than I am about hoops right now. Yeah, I am too. I, I the hire of the OCA was huge. The yes, and I, Neil's had his guys in for four, three to four years now. He's had some guys in the program that long, and I think still Dante still or maybe it was one of the Stills brothers on Twitter was like, all the old guys are out. Every guy still around in the program right now has completely bought into trust the climb bought into the staff so we should finally kind of see the dividends of that now yeah, it makes the schedule schedule's oh, brutal it sucks opening at pit especially this first couple games yeah like because okay yeah sure it sucks to lose to oklahoma and texas but losing to Pitt and virginia tech really 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 fucking sucks and if we get fucked up by both those teams, I'm gonna the whole fan base is gonna be sour as shit mm-hmm. about it. It's just the way it is. It's just uh, especially Pitt because you know the whole half the fucking stadium is gonna be wearing is gonna be West Virginia fans definitely because their fans suck, right? So they suck. They suck bad. So it's gonna be like a home game in Ketchup Field, you know. Um, but they're supposed to be better than us. They got the dickhead. Top 15. Yeah, dickhead from USC yeah. transferred who he can sling it a little bit. So that's going to be rough. And then, man, it's never – Blacksburg's always a, a bit of a rough place for us. It hasn't been friendly for us in a long time. And we, of course, we haven't consistently been playing there either. But, I mean, the last time I was there, it was a monsoon game, and I was ripping baby trees out of the ground on blacks on the campus of Virginia Tech in a blacked out rage. <laughs> I was there. Fuck you, groundskeepers, Virginia Tech and all your fans. I hate all of you. I think you took out a rack of bikes too. <laughs> I did. I, hey, it, Sir Guy two thousand four, if you got your huffy fucked up in Blacksburg, it was me. You're not listening to this. Fuck you anyhow, you engineering nerd from Virginia Tech. I hate all of you. I really do. Like I fuck that school. I I hate Pitt, but that time frame, I hated Virginia Tech more than Pitt. I'll openly admit that, and that might be blasphemy to a lot of West Virginia fans. No, it's not. But I it's think not. if I think if you're our generation, you knew it because we kind of owned Pitt during we did. Our, our time there. VT though, whew, I mean, there were the Vic years. It was rough. And then even before Vic though, they had they kind of had our stud number. defenses. Yeah, the, and mean, they had our number. Oh yeah, the '98 where Z got stopped on the goal line. What like. Eight times in a mm-hmm. row, we had we had to go for and, and that line did not suck with Pucanus and all those and you know Solomon Page. They were nasty and they just got owned and couldn't get it in to beat them down there. So yeah, I mean it's you know Lane Stadium with their bullshit Metallica and all. Fuck you guys. It's gonna be hard to play. I hate to admit it, but it's not it's not a fun place to play. I don't see us. The only thing we got going for them, they're, they're, they got a new staff, right? New that, staff, yeah. their quarterback left. They're kind of in a transition period. So we might be able to get them because of that, which would be lovely. Um, oh, that'd be a huge feather in Neil's cap. Way yeah. down there. Everybody. He, he almost shit down his leg this year. Oh, God, he tried to. And they were terrible. We were terrible. They were terrible, too, though. So. Yeah. <clears throat> that pick game, though, man, that's – if he wins that game – that changes everything for him. Oh yeah, 
Like, he comes back to Morgantown, and it's like the last three years never happened. He's a fucking hero. Yeah, especially if Pitt is top 15 yeah. like you think they might be, and we, we go up there and, and take care of business. There's going to be a lot of people not really giving a fuck about what's happened the past three years because of that alone. Um, because nobody wants to see us lose to those fucking assholes. They're not that good. I don't care what anyone says. I really well, don't. Well, the ACC wasn't no, that good. No, ACC so. was complete shit last year. And That being said, I still want in it. Yes. <laughs> Please. Please. There's a couple gimme games in that league in basketball. Pitt. Oh, yeah. There's, um, a, there's a bunch. Yeah. Louisville sucks now, which is kind of crazy. It's a little weird, right? Right. Even, even a lot. I mean, North Carolina sucks. North Carolina's not very good Which right is now. That one blows your mind a little bit. You're like, huh? You know, Georgia Tech sucks, I think. They suck. I mean, it's funny. You talked about that. That's a program totally packed it in. Like, right. Apparently, yeah. they just want to create engineers and just get their asses kicked in both sports. They used to be good in both. It blows you away. But yeah. uh, there's way more give-me games in the Big East than there are. Or in the, at, yeah, in the, the ACC, ACC, excuse me, sorry, um, than there are in the Big 12 right now, which is you never would have thought that 10, maybe even five years ago, you wouldn't have thought that. Shit, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's crazy to think think that that's, that's the state of things. Well, I got nothing else. No beers of the week. We don't win, you don't get beers. That's how it goes now. Yeah. Win some fucking games. I mean, I don't even – I mean, I guess – The we, baseball team won. Yeah. I can't – Central inte- Michigan. I would love to intelligently talk about the baseball team, but I don't have a fucking clue. Neither do I. They so, beat number 16 Central Michigan. So, so. Maisie's a great dude. Maybe we give a beer to Randy Maisie. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. Baseball team gets beers. Yeah, baseball – you win, you get beers. Exactly. I'll give one to Dave Portnoy, too. For Portnoy gets whatever he wants in West Virginia. Pretty much. I'm all about naming the Coliseum, the Barstool Sports, whatever the hell. I would be in favor of that. As long as it's the WVU Coliseum, I don't care. If it's Barstool WVU Coliseum. It'd be phenomenal. Put the logo on the Coliseum. Let's do it. Help us get some NIL deals there, Dave, because God knows we need them. (laughs) Fuck. The way this state of things is free agency in college sports, it's insane. It's insane. Insanity. But I don't know. I don't got us. You think we can win either at TCU or Iowa State? Then we have Texas at home. I I don't think it's far off to think that Durrett was right thinking we won't win another game. I think it's possible, but I also think that mentally this team is going in the tank very rapidly too. I agree with you. They find ways. That's the sign of a team that is – it's not that they're terrible. It's that they're snake-bitten and they yeah. constantly find ways to shoot themselves in the foot and – I mean, it's it's tough to win when this shit's happening. It really is tough to win. And where we don't have a point guard or a big man, it gets even tougher. There's there's nobody to rely on. No one to rely on outside of Taz and McNeil. Yeah, and they gotta they absolutely have to be almost perfect for us to win. Exactly, and their d- degree of difficulty on some of the shots they take, uh, you should not expect a lot of them to go in. No, it's crazy. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I think we're going to get out of here, so have a great week.